0: Hi, this is Rashad McDonald. I'm your host of Money Making Conversation, and I believe the Money Making Conversation is an opportunity to share with you individuals who come on my show their life, their vision, their ups, their downs, the opportunity to tell you how they overcame the lows in life. I will never call them mistakes. Because everybody has a misstep and sometimes those missteps are unplanned. And uh, how you plan to get out of that step is what we're talking about on Money Making Conversations. And it enables me to talk to people from so many different walks of life, people I know, people I don't know. And it's encouraging to let you understand that I'm here to make your life a lot better. I'm going to let you understand that the steps that you have in life aren't that big there are bigger obstacles in life that you have to overcome and that's what you will have on Money Make Conversations. My next guest is a Grammy award-winning artist, songwriter, producer, actress, and philanthropist. What well, started as a willpower challenge in 2014, the vegan lifestyle has improved her mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical state. Over the past four years, she has hosted monthly vegan challenges online accompanied by her Vegan Transition Guide, a free starter guide for people interested in transitioning to a vegan lifestyle. She has Celebrated 22 years as an internationally known singer, songwriter, producer, dancer, choreographer, actor, activist, and philanthropist. She's on the show to maybe maybe help me curb my bad eating habits because I can tell you something. I, I will start every dinner with a good old ice cream, a good old cookie, a good old piece of dessert that has, you know milk and eggs in it she's inspired to make people like me do better because she may have found the fountain of youth we also will talk about her role in the second season of the popular fifth war drama now streaming on umc.tv network please welcome to money making conversations maya
1: Hello there.
0: How are you? <laughs> well, I had a lot to say about you, Maya, before we got started, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was a handful, a mouthful. All you know, good. Well, that's what happens with, when you've been out there for 22 years, my friend. <laughs> that's a blessing, you well, know. <laughs> it really is, you know, because you know we all start out. I can I can think back because I my I started out at IBM. I was my degrees in mathematics, and then I wanted to be a stand up comic. And I and I left IBM to pursue a career as a stand up comic and. You know, those. All we, it was so far away where I wanted to be. In fact, where I am right now, I didn't even see myself being at this point. All I wanted to do was just be successful. And at the age of 18, all you wanted to be successful. Talk about those early years of, of reaching that success. And then we'll talk about, you know, finding yourself as to where you are right now today.
1: Well, I started out as a child of the arts and it's something that I just love to do. Outside of school, of course, but I was also involved in gospel choir and mm-hmm. the orchestra and the dance team at school. Mm-hmm. And those were the highlights of my day because kids would come together for a common goal, whether it was to compete or perform or put something together ourselves to showcase. And it was all love, all great synergy, all common goal. And, um, uh, about success, but we had to have discipline. And so my early years from four years on, four years old on was shaped by the arts, but also I come from a very musical and artistic family. So I was always around it and always, uh, I would say, given examples of what to strive for and to be. Uh, My father is a musician who inspired me greatly Um, ever since I could remember as a little girl, there were always musicians in the living room or the garage rehearsing for his gigs. He's been in the studio. I had some early experiences in my childhood just going to the studio to watch him record. Watched him put out vinyl and press it himself on his own label, get his songs on the radio regionally or locally, and hustle and grind. So I've always looked up to my dad in that aspect. But Singing is just something, and music is something that I've always been involved in through the arts, but with family ties as well. There was never a day without music, so I just kind of fell into it. And the record deal came first because I was initially going to pursue Broadway, which was acting, right. singing, dancing, chore- choreography, et cetera. Um, so it just so happened the record deal came first, and I still want to do theater passionately. Um but yes, it is a very competitive business. It does take a lot of rehearsing, perfecting your craft, and also business before your art, often in the field of business. You know, it's all uh, fun and games and shows to the viewer, but there's so much legality involved. Right. And one, just one thing. <laughs>
0: well, you know, you know, you know hearing you talk, you're absolutely right. The business side pops up into the whole process, but I, I think that my early years and uh, as I went through I was trying to control my own destiny, you know, trying to control my own okay. get up and go to bed time. And so that's the most frustrating thing, I think, when you get into entertainment is because it's not like a, a regular nine to five job. You know, you you go to work at nine, you get off at five, you go to sleep, you wake up, you go to work at nine, you go up the next day. Something you may have prepared to do may not happen. It might not happen for months because somebody changed it or uh, a record label closed or the person you was going to do the duet with or the, or the show with or the role with opted out of it. So do you feel at this point in your life you have more control of your life, even though the success you had was so immediate and so amazing at the age of 18?
1: Well, it's something that I've always loved, you know, backtracking, regardless of the business that has to be done. That's required in every field or every profession, Mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, But that's never deterred me, and that was my point. I'm still here, and I've learned the business as an independent label, as an independent artist that signs her own label. I've had to learn the business, so now I have more value as not just an artist, but a complete entity that knows the ropes and I'm still learning you know I'm always a student but I've learned so much more on the business side and it's actually inspired me and made me more passionate about music because now I have the freedom to do whatever I'd like creatively but also protect my art and protect my heart Uh, so it's a great place to be especially now in the social media days and nothing is going to stop me because yes um, labels have definitely transitioned and they've been through layoffs or merging with each other as you see the airlines and many corporations doing these days because that's just the way of today, mountizing, and obviously technology has replaced a lot of people or increased sales um, in the old way, means physical copies and record stores have closed. But I've also watched the transition from my first album being on cassette tape or recording to tape itself versus digital, you know, tools or anything like that. And here we are today doing albums on laptops wherever you are in the world and mixing and mastering it on your own and then distributing it on your own. There's so many new ways. And it's very exciting. So... I've transitioned with the times as well on the business front, but there's always something around the corner, new to learn, a new app, you know, to be aware of. It is hard to keep up.
0: It's great to have you back on my show to talk about your wonderful career. Twenty-two years in the business—you celebrated this year. Now, when you talk about that, your Planet Nine—it's really amazing that. A lot of times when we see things that we're doing as we get older, you really saw it when we were younger. we just taking because your father was an independent guy who went out there, dropped his own latest, did all of the recording. Was that an inspiration for Planet Nine?
1: Uh, I wasn't even thinking about all of that that I'd witnessed Mm -hmm. when I created Planet Nine, but it's always been in me. So subconsciously, I'm sure it had a play when i released well when i was recording my fourth album the release date got pushed back upon its release and i was signed to motown within the universal system at that time and when it got pushed back it accidentally released in the furthest territory of our globe which is japan which is like a day ahead and so there was a leak there and from there, the album leaked everywhere online, on YouTube, etc. And so now people had it for free. And that was a big financial hit to the record label. So they showed the album. And my lawyer said that, okay, it's technically out in the marketplace right now, which means uh, you can get your back end advance if you take them to court, or you can just leave that alone and go independent. So I didn't feel like spending a year or a year and a half or even funds. Um, to try to get money, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I just moved on and that's how planet nine was birthed. Um, I started studying astronomy and getting into a spiritual place and creating my own laws, my own rules, my own timeline that didn't operate. Uh, you know, with the timeline that everyone else had uh, enforced upon me on earth. <laughs> you so know, basically, so basically
0: you were controlling your life, your destiny. That's what I'm talking yes, about. It. You know, controlling you. Controlling my life,
1: cre- creating my own world. And that own world was on the own planet. And. That's how Planet Nine was born, through the beginning of my independent journey, where I had to become everything, and I had to dictate everything, but also become my own disciplinarian, my own financier, my own bank manager, lawyer, whatever it took, and here I am, you know, in the 13th year of my independent journey and nine independent uh,
0: projects. Now, you know, to go independent, you you don't do this by yourself, so I'm assuming that you had to have people around you that understood your vision, vision, that woke up or awake when you needed them to be awake and believed in you and move forward. Did you have to reformulate or create a new team when you decided to create this level of independency for your own career and for you personally?
1: Well, I had already had my creative team, meaning my musicians Mm -hmm. and dancers, as well as engineers, et cetera, and my own studio. In 2005, I moved from California back home to my roots to take care of family, to start my nonprofit organization. And, you know, my brother built my studio for me. I became a teacher and developed all the curriculum in the arts and tech program, the Maya Arts and Tech Foundation. And so I did that for years at home prior to the break and a split with my label Motown in 2007, so I already had a team that I was touring with, but they were out of my hometown, so it felt like family, and, you know, that was a great cushion to have because I needed them more than ever, and they also relied on me at the same time, so we hit the road, you know, and that's how I grinded for years to fund my project, and I still still do for all of my projects, but at least they were in place, but I was self-managed, And I had learned a lot, you know, doing independent before I became independent to get my vision across when I was, you know, with a a major label. And Prince actually inspired me because in 2004, I saw him live and he inspired me to really focus on building a team where I I felt, you know, they wouldn't be skipping and jumping between artist to artist with no passion, but just a paycheck. And so that's why, I developed a
0: team in my hometown and you know, we're still rocking to this day. All right. and, and sounding great at it. Um, Maya, when you, when you, when you look at, um, cause you're, you know, when I listen, I listen to list artists, songwriter, producer, actress, philanthropist. Now, Let's transition to the role that you've been playing for the last two seasons on Fifth Ward. Greg Carter, who I've been knowing since 1992. Jaylene, I've been knowing her since 1992. Carl Anthony. Uh, so there's, there's so many people on that show that I know. How did you get involved and get the opportunity? Because that shoots in Houston, Texas. And you already said your base is Washington, D.C. How did Maya get an opportunity or learn about the casting opportunities for this series that shot in Houston called Fifth Ward?
1: Well, I have my own management company, Hugh Entertainment, and basically it's all over my website, social media, and they reached out to my manager, and uh, I read the script. I read the script, and I was blown away. It kept my attention. It was a one-take read. I didn't deter away from the script. It caught my attention, and it felt like real life, you know, that we don't necessarily often get to see on television. And I do have ties with SIP 4 because that's where I recorded one of my second independent projects, uh, Beauty in the Streets Mixtape Volume 1. And I met with Jay Prince, and we started doing business together in right. 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I recorded that whole album out there, and we partnered up independently and pushed that out between Rap-A-Lot, Young Empire, and Planet Nine. And so getting to spend that amount of time but also teaming up with uh, artists from Houston, Texas all over that mixtape. You know, it felt like a second home for a while.
0: So right. I, in, in, uh, any favorite? Uh, I'm I'm, a, I'm born and raised. In fact, I was born in Fifth Ward, by the way. And yeah. So Houston, Texas. So any favorite eating spots in Houston that you've uh, learned to like? <laughs> we actually went to Papados quite often. Oh, come on and I think it was... Uh, Come on I now. think it was Joe Crab or Crab
1: Shack or something like that way back when I was not vegan. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Well, you hit two of them right there, but Papa Doe. Come on now. Papa
1: Doe. I now, used to get well, crawfish from there all the time. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah. go wrong with Papa Yeah. You know, um, because, yeah, so, you know, I, I wanted oh to transition that, that that food conversation that we've been okay. having right now. Papa Do's <laughs> is not the the place that... Now, when you went to Papa Do's, what did you eat? Because you're vegan. So in, in a, when you walk in that restaurant, that's a good starting point. And you're vegan, you're going to a place, a popular restaurant like Papa Do's. What, what does a Maya, a vegan, eat?
1: I don't know, because I haven't been back since, but when I was not vegan, I was having mashed potatoes oh.
0: and,
1: you know, all mm-hmm. uh, the carbs, mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. rice, mm-hmm. and the crawfish. Mm-hmm. But now, I'm sure I would have a salad, and I would have to take the cheese off,
0: mm-hmm. you know, no
1: meat, of course, and veganize it. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure they have broccoli or corn on the side, and all the side dishes you can probably have without the butter.
0: You right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Now let's let's go to this book that uh, that may change my life because I'm a, I'm am a sincere person. I'm I'm the worst eating person that you can come into because of the fact that I don't follow the rules. I um, I will eat ice cream when I feel like it. I will eat a donut. I have Krispy Kreme on an uh, app on my phone, by the way, Maya. So just in case I a just want to find out where if the lights on, so I can just drop by there and pick me up a couple of donuts uh, <laughs> and some milk. And so your book here, you know which began as, as you said, what began as one of my many willpower challenges in 2014, quickly evolved mm-hmm. into a permanent vegan lifestyle change through education and awareness. Now, when you say yes. willpower challenges, what are willpower challenges? First time i ever heard anybody say that, willpower challenges.
1: Well, I started these willpower challenges in 2007 when I became independent. And I knew that I would need to begin to trust myself, but also master myself, every part of myself, and become my own trainer, nutritionist, everything, because there was no longer the support or budget there from a major label to do those things for me. And so I had to become those things. And in order for me to become those things, I had to instill discipline. So I would strip something away from my life every year for 365 days, or do these Crazy things like run a marathon with no training, 26.2 miles, or you know, these master classes
0: for 10 days straight, no food. Come on, come on, hold on. Now, no, 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 miss in shape here. Now, you just said you <laughs> ran a marathon with no training, you just yeah. just up just, just and just start running. That's what you just said, Maya. I mean, you're supposed to train for eight months before you run
1: a 26.2 mile marathon. Right. And I had two months to try to get it together because two months prior, I just decided I was going to go ahead and run after ankle surgery because my doctor told me not to. (laughs) And I knew that I could do it with my mind. And that year I was vegetarian. But I put myself through pain. I also condition myself with these types of things because I know I'm going to need it in life but I also do a lot of stripping away of the things that I do like because a lot of the things that I like are not necessarily good for me and so if I can let go of the things that I really like, then I won't overreact when something is stripped away from me. So it's mental conditioning really and that allows me to succeed but also take the blows a lot easier and then start over again you know, from nothing or not knowing something and become a student and remain a student and stay home. These,
0: humble, are, these so. are, these are a series of willpower challenges. Well, you just challenge yes. yourself. Well, you, you look at yes. mirror and go, Hey, I'm going to do this because I, I like yes. that. I like That's a, that's a potential book for you. You know that, right? Maybe <laughs> uh, we now, we're going to talk about this other book that I'm reading here that you're giving away for free that you need to be charging people for, you know, obviously, well,
1: not. you know, this is, a. I want people to have the information and it's not quite a book yet, but it's a it, vegan it's a, starter guide.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a young lady <laughs> called JJ Smith selling like 3 million <laughs> copies of green smoothies. And it's yeah. not even thicker than this. Okay.
1: But that's okay because I I'm planning on I'm going to be recording an audio book for this other guy. There you go. you know, people have people like to listen versus read sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And those will be available. But because I'm so passionate and this information is everywhere, but people often ask me questions about how to go vegan, why to go vegan, um, this is too difficult. Can I go vegan on a budget? Can I go vegan if I have family members that don't want to go vegan? How do I make my family go vegan? I wanted a uh, place that people could go to to answer all these questions instead of me typing paragraphs you know on social media all day and I just give them the link because I really do want to offer this information that's free and available everywhere else and that's Because I'm just passionate and it's done so much for me and it's no secret really, but there needs to be one place with all of this information. So that's how it started. And I usually use it as as a tool for the vegan challenges that I do monthly online. Okay. To help people further, you
0: know. Okay, cool. What they like to do. Well, you know, I, the name of the show is Money Making Conversations, Maya. Okay, and just let <laughs> you know. I'm just being consistent with you now, Roshan yes, McDonald. This is how I talk now. If I see an opportunity to make money, I will. And I will and tell somebody, hey, this is the money making opportunity here. But of course, yeah. you you've told me, Roshan. This look, is the work. This is
1: this the this is the philanthropy. This is also me being a student and becoming a teacher spontaneously. So I'm also learning while people are asking me questions. And so now it's propelling me into this space. This is me doing my homework.
0: <laughs> when I see a book like this, first of all, it's informative. Secondly, we're in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic. And when the, and when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, it obviously stated that uh, people of color, black and brown, are overtly affected by COVID-19. I remember when the CDC announced in Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm based, it said 80% of the hospital cases for COVID-19, the first week that they started making the information public, were African-Americans. And then mm-hmm. they turned around and they said, and then I started reading your book and you are saying that being a vegan can help you because you said you state that you have seen countless suffer from of your people you know, uh, countless mm-hmm. for diabetes, cancer, obesity, clogged arteries, high blood pressure, heart disease this is all what's really basically either causing African-Americans or people of color to get sick or dying from COVID-19 has because of COVID-19 have has has been a major push towards you to get information because you are an expert at this and and I brought you really on the show to talk about fifth war but also talk about This whole vegan lifestyle, which can, because we've always noticed that people of color have always been uh, dramatically criticized for our eating habits.
1: Well, that is not our fault. And because of slavery, you know, black folks, we have had to basically Take what is left over the scraps and the remains, and make do with that and that is where we are plagued with issues because we've been taken out our uh, our environment, excuse me, we've been taken out of our environment away from our natural sunlight, vitamin D, away from our natural foods, which is not accessible here in America unless you were already here as a Native American you know my my grandmother was a chocolate American Indian, and so. You know, there's been a lot of confusion about that, too, but that's a whole other conversation. Anyhow, we don't have access. We're no longer living in nature. We're Mm -hmm. no longer living near the equator. So we've been given things that our bodies are not made for. That's number one, geographically and based on habitat. And so, of course, our bodies are going to react accordingly. If we're not in the sun as people, like we need to be, uh, biologically speaking, then we suffer as well. Our immune system is compromised. And so, going back to nature, and when I say vegan, that doesn't necessarily mean healthy, but that's the starting point, plant-based stuff, because what's happening, our food system, and meat in particular, even the FDA says, you know, processed meat is... Causing cancer in right. humans and and pets. <laughs> right. You know, I've lost three animals to cancer, and I'm sure that's your reason. So you have that factor, but then you also have everything that I mentioned regarding habitat and access, and then you have economic issues where in the hood they put liquor stores, you know, and markets right. and fast food restaurants, not whole foods. So we have a lot of things that are backwards, but it's been designed that way for us to fail. And then we also have habits that we've adopted not too long ago from slavery that are hard to break, you know, the white sugar and everything.
0: But you have a but you have a potential plan here, though, Maya, that can help us.
1: And and let me me ask
0: you, you, because you're (laughs) you're high profile, You're, you're a celebrity, you're a star. And uh, a star in the African American community. All right. How do we, and I'm not saying it's not out there, it, you know, Rashawn just coming to the table. I've always been a fan of your brand. Just the first time I've heard the vegan side of your brand. How do we help get this information out there with you being the face of it? How can I do that? How can Rashawn McDonald help you?
1: Well, the starter guide is available at com forward slash lifestyle. My social media page is Maya Planet 9 that's with the number nine, and I conduct monthly challenges that everyone globally can participate in. I have lots of incentives and send you lots of goodies, including my free wine, a virtual meet and greet, and sometimes when the world is open, I do one-on-one time cook for the winners. Also, we've gone on retreats in the past, and I'm planning on another one, of course, when COVID nineteen et cetera is over. But that's what you can
0: do: just spread the word. Okay. The starter guide let me, is free me me and available. Okay, I, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not, not Maya, but, I, 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 but I'm not Maya. I got about a social, about a million social media followers. Can I? Can I put your vegan? starter kit on my social media
1: you absolutely cool. can now it's on available. wednesday
0: this wednesday i i have a fan club list that goes out to ninety three thousand fan club members can i drop it in there with your picture sure okay, absolutely cool. so we got so two things I'm, I'm two for two so far with maya because you know when i when i look at this I say, what do vegans eat fruit that's me figs that's me vegetables nuts seeds uh you know that i'm 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 all up in there, that first part you know so then they said what vegans don't eat and they go into you know land mammals cow lamb goat pig see right there pig is pork ribs for me, see That right there. That's when you start losing Rashawn McDonald. Chicken and turkey. I had that this weekend. But here's the good news. Hmm?
1: Here's the good news, though. You don't have to give up anything that you already like to go vegan because there's a plant-based version now available everywhere. But also, you can make with the beans, the nuts, the seeds, and some nice flour like spelt flour, or coconut flour, chickpea, chickpea flour, some alternatives to the white flour. Mm-hmm. There's wild rice, there's black rice, that's better for you. while superfood, ancient grain, that's better for you than the white rice. So, like I said before, vegan doesn't necessarily always mean healthy because
0: there's a lot of junk food that's vegan. You know those vegan donuts, vegan fries. Did you say? Ju- did you stuff, say but- junk food? You say junk food I've there's never heard of, of Junk yeah. food and vegan Tied in the same sense There's sentence. a
1: whole lot Of junk food that okay, vegan There's chocolate kidding. cakes we, we, There's donuts
0: But vegan We about to We healthy. about to have A relationship here Now Mike You said we're <laughs> Junk food And vegan At the same time But, but you can but, have Vegan mac
1: and cheese You can okay. have Vegan version of pollen greens. You can have vegan candy yams. We're just replacing the animal fat-based butter with a vegan butter that's made from plants It tastes exactly the same. Okay, let, as me, ask let me ask you
0: this, Mike, because I'm having mm-hmm. a good time. With it. I hope you're enjoying this interview because I'm having a good time. You have a good yeah. personality vibe. Wait, okay. Now, <laughs> do you do you have any videos where you cook stuff?
1: I actually did my very first virtual cooking session okay. online last okay. Saturday. How, how was the and response how I'm was the reaction be, how, what oh did my goodness you do? it was sold out it was sold out
0: okay I'm wait, wait, okay first of all stop <laughs> stop 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 stop. you you, too <laughs> much you too much now okay now okay you said online and you so did you do a zoom registration what did you do yes
1: what? okay so i am a member of a platform called candy and you can find them at meet candy on instagram and basically they sent out a letter, newsletter, a flyer. I also post it. I invite people to come to the virtual cooking session. There's a link, meetcandy.com forward slash celebrities forward slash cook with Maya. Is how you book your space. It's only exclusive and limited to 20 people on Zoom at a time. Mm -hmm. And so I give them two weeks to sign up. And what I do is craft a whole recipe as well as ingredients and tool supply kit list. I just posted it. It's on my Instagram page, but it's okay. my last post. But mm-hmm. I send them all the ingredients that they get in advance. We make an appetizer, a main course, and a dessert live together. But they get all the stuff in advance so that they can go shopping and we can cook simultaneously yeah. together. The first hour spent cooking and preparing everything. And then we eat together for the next 30 minutes, talk, chop it up. And then the last 30 minutes are spent with a and a
0: OK, cool. Le- le- come on le- 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 I got to slow you down. Slow you down. See, see. now you're, you're OK. <laughs> now. See, you and me, we're going to get along. I know we're going to get along. This ain't going to be our last call. It's not going to be our last call yet because of the fact that what you're doing is a whole game. See, he, you're looking at a guy now who during the pandemic, I actually planted. You know sage and dill and jalapeno mm-hmm. peppers and tomatoes and my in some pot, flower pots in my backyard. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm leaning in that direction, and I was stunned at the harvest that I get every day from my backyard. Now I'm now ready for right? okra next year. I'm ready for okay. me some cucumbers. I'm really yes. planning stuff for next year, and so That's so with amazing. that, being, so so I hear you talking about now. I got to ask this question, not to be embarrassed, not to say, can you cook though? My, are you? Oh, my one? goodness. I put my foot in my food. Okay, People cool. don't
1: even know it's vegan when
0: okay, I'm You're talking spicy. noise. You're talking noise, girl. I know you're, you're an actress. You know, you, family, you can overly I'm embellish disability and I'm stuff like that. I'm telling you. Okay, cool. okay,
1: I'm telling you, all my friends. They're like, oh my gosh, this is good. My family who eats everything that I don't eat anymore because I just went to your social media. Dead. I'm just telling
0: you this. I'm just telling you this. I'm just telling you <laughs> this right now, Mike. I just went to your social media, okay? You have a Twitter mm-hmm. and you have an Instagram. That's all I found. Twitter and Instagram. I didn't see uh-huh. no pictures of food. I didn't see what? no pictures of you holding food. I didn't see no you pictures gotta of swipe you left. eating food. I didn't, none you gotta of that. And you, left. And you and then you gonna go. Then you gonna go. I put my foot in it. This is what I do, Rashawn. See, I see that's like you talking see, smack to me, Maya. No, I don't talk smack. I back it up okay, cool. action. I okay, am cool. a walker, cool. not a talker. Okay, okay. <laughs> I see a lot of good looking photos of you. I just don't see a lot of good-looking photos of you eating or sitting down at the table. Because you go to my website, at Rashawn McDonald. not my website. Go to Rashawn. If you have time, I'm you're busy. Just go to at (laughs) Rashawn McDonald. You're going to see pies. You're going to see food. You're going to get hungry looking at my timeline. I'm just going to tell you. You got to swipe left. Huh? Go to
1: my last post and swipe left to see what I Uh made. You're going to see all this goodness. And Mm -hmm. it's healthy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and it's healthy Because see I want to Because see Like in my Because every on Monday I do all my recordings For my, my podcast Money Making Conversation And I bring uh-huh. the fruit I bring nuts You know In a little small jar I have watermelon I have grapes I have bananas with me And all that good stuff I eat some cornbread mm-hmm. And a little red berry Cupcake already But you know I have mm-hmm. to deal like that But you say right here Dairy and egg free pancakes and waffles french toast and donuts dairy and egg free you've made these you made some good tasting dairy free pancakes maya Mm -hmm. yes you know why because it's plant-based milk there's almond coconut cashew hemp and even
1: oat milk oat milk is my favorite milk and so i use that because the dairy industry is first of all cruel but they also put antibiotics steroids all in that and there's plenty of hormones and it's supposed to grow a baby calf to 500 pounds in one year and that's why our kids are getting breast at 9 years old and all kinds of other stuff and it's just a very cool industry when you really understand what really happens behind closed doors and so I am spiritually a vegan because of what I do know which most people are not taught but also the effect that it has on the human body and there are plant based alternatives which are much healthier for you and won't lead to cancer and for egg substitute, there's all kinds of egg substitute products that are egg free. You wow. know, eggs have high cholesterol, and that's a big problem in my family and community. And I want to avoid that and break the generational curse, but also that industry is full of cruelty as well. And that's all in my starter. God, I'm not
0: gonna say too much about it. Well, I'll, I'll, all I know is that uh, Maya. <laughs> okay, you, I'm a fan now. Okay, I've always been a fan, but I'm a, now you got me in the the you know the side of the table. I'm sitting at the table eating with you now. Here, now I'm just gonna tell you a little backstory of Rashawn. I I have a new office in Atlanta, Georgia. It has a fully built-out kitchen. Okay, and the mm-hmm. reason I built that fully built-out that kitchen was that you know I'm a I'm a award-winning baker. Like I said, you go to average yes. Sean McDonald. You'll see your boy can throw down. You talking about putting your foot all in it? I put my foot all in it too. I can't <laughs> dance like you, but I be slug- I be turning my foot up in there too. Okay, so just to, just th- throw, throw a little smack talk back in your direction about what I can <laughs> it's do. It's not in smack the- talk over here. It's oh, real talk. Okay, see, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so so when we when we get this calm down a little bit, when we feel comfortable <laughs> with each other. And you, yeah. you you, may be coming into Atlanta acting uh, opportunities, or you might be visiting. You got to come by my office, okay? And so mm-hmm. we can talk about this, because you are a walking, talking TV show. You got the person. We're going to cook. We you're a beautiful person. Talk. And we're going to cook. I'm going to cook, cook with Sean way, and you're going to cook her way, and we're going to see what's going to go down. How about that? How about that? Is that all right? That's right. Cool. I, I won't hold you in long. <laughs> I, I really, I really appreciate you calling in on my show, Money Making Conversation, Maya. And I'm serious. You're so talented and you're so wonderful. You And the things that you're doing in life. And we so need. What you're talking about From a dietary standpoint We as African Americans We as people of color Have to change Our our eating habits The pandemic Has told us this We've said this We've always had That running joke In our community That we have to eat better We've always had Running blood That we got the sugars That you know We obese We have clogging arteries All these things They're not jokes anymore Because COVID-19 Is proven to be the truth And I want to thank you Because I will support you This week If the I will go out on my mailing list this Wednesday. It will go on my social media this week because your brand is a very positive brand and I want to keep supporting it. Is that right with you, Maya? I appreciate that. Yes.
1: And I send you my support as well. How can I support you further?
0: as long as you just stop talking smack because until I eat something that you eat I'm going to just tell you right now Mike you are just on the just uh oh she just she just talks smack you I have to eventually eat something or put me in that little sold out class that you did and I can watch you do your thing and do me a favor start putting more food on your social media and all that because we need to know you got the founder you. you you talking about this makes you look good you're not mad at nobody anymore since you've been a vegan you don't have depression because you're a vegan I need to See more food on your site, young lady. Okay. It's
1: all over my page. What okay. are you doing?
0: I'm, I'm going right I'm going right now. <laughs> right bye, big time. We talk soon. I appreciate you. All right. Bye all bye. right. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to hear more money making conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.